You've lived a great life and done well for yourself. But what mark will you leave on the world? How will you inspire future generations? Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand have helped thousands of people answer exactly those questions. If you've ever wondered, what will be my legacy? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Stan and Katie Beth. Good morning, everybody. We are so glad to have you with us for the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast this morning. Our guest today is Amy Seitz. Amy, thank you so much for being on the show with us this morning. We are so happy to have you. Happy to be here. Thank you. So Amy, first of all, talk to us a little bit about what it is that led you to become a notary. Oh, goodness. So I've been a notary for more than 20 years. I actually got it because I was a 911 operator for the sheriff's office and the sheriff's department needed a notary to notarize warrants so that they could go and process them on their shifts. So that's how I got into the industry. Now, since then, I've kind of dabbled in a lot of different industries throughout the years, but it's definitely been a journey. That sounds like it has been a very, very interesting journey. So tell us a little bit about the website you've created called Cyberize It. What was your goal with that? What types of services do you offer through your website? Gladly. So back in 2012, I want to give a little historic to this. The state of Virginia enacted the first laws that allowed for notaries to notarize documents digitally, all electronic. Since then, we now have more than 40 states that have approved this process, as well as the territory of Guam. And it seems like it came through from COVID, but I wanted to let everyone know it was there before. Now, as an online notary, there's a lot of cost incurred by the notary to have access to the software tools. When I started doing them, I realized that there had to be a better way for the notary. So we went and engineered a software platform that facilitated a little more flexibility, functionality, and a, a little bit more value-added product to the notary so they can actually get more work and a better return on their investment. That's incredible. That's great. And what types of services? So people can get online and have their documents notarized through your your online program. They can do that. And then you offer training services as well. Would you tell us just a little bit about that? Sure. So I am a certified trainer for notaries in the state of Ohio. So this would be a civilian wanting to become a notary. They can take my online class and become commissioned literally within three hours and turn it into the Secretary of State. I also am a certified trainer for the state of Montana for their RON program, their continuing education products, which allow for them to add RON or uh, maintain their notary certification in that state. While I also do other training aspects, we train on some notarial procedures, processes, best practices, awareness. There's a lot of unknowns out there right now because everyone's trying to flip to this kind of business model. I mean, who doesn't want to work from home, right? But it comes at a cost. There's a lot more legal stance that you have to be aware of when you start performing them online and bringing that awareness to notaries so that they can be safe, secure, and legally 
<laughs> legally following following all the legal aspects. That's that's our our end goal. Right, right. That makes perfect sense. You mentioned COVID a minute ago. So you started Cyberazit and this program before COVID. Tell us how COVID affected what you're doing. I imagine that demand for online notaries went through the roof since everything flipped to digital during COVID. Did that have a huge effect on your business? So I actually started in the middle. I started January of 21 with the company, but that was right in the midst of it. I saw a huge demand for the online need. Uh, You know, there were times when I was performing the notarization and the client was in the hospital. The the one client that I, I remember dearly, she was a Japanese citizen who now lived in California and she had to have proof of life for her retirement benefits, 101 years old, and she got it done online. I, I mean, so I want to make sure everyone realizes this is not something just for the new new generation. Everyone needs a notary at some point. And it's scary to do it online. It seems a little unorthodox. And so I found a lot of people were hesitant, but at the same time, the industry, the the, the community kind of demanded it of them at that at that precise moment. And since then, it hasn't necessarily slacked off. The convenience factor has really set in. You know, I can literally get this done within 20 minutes and I don't have to drive. I don't have to find out if my bank has someone available. It's, you know, instantaneous access, which sometimes you really need. So Stan, as our pro estate planning attorney, tell me what you think about how you could utilize Amy's services in with what we do at the law firm. Well, it's pretty exciting. And you know, I was not aware this service existed until we were connected to Amy. And so uh, I want to just ask some, some practical questions. One of the things that comes up a lot for us is we'll have, uh, we'll create an estate plan for somebody either um, they, that live in another part of our state, or maybe they live in another part of the country or maybe they're traveling and they want to get the, the plan in place. It's just incredibly convenient to not have to wait to do that until they can all convene live and in person in our office. And so I have a just, I guess, a couple of questions relating to how possible it is to really do that. I want to find out what, what are the limitations? Uh, where can we do this? And I also understand we're talking about notarizing things, and that's different from witnessing, right? So, witness, you know, so witnessing, you know, witnessing a will, for example, uh, has a different set of rules and requirements from notarizing documents. So if you could, Amy, just kind of walk us through some scenarios where, you know, because you've been doing this now for a while and and, you know, how, how would it work if, you know, if we had a client you know, for example, that was in California this week and wanted to get these documents prepared or have somebody actually right now in Virginia that needs to have documents signed that need to be notarized. How does that work for us as as attorneys? Okay, so first off, if you're doing a will or Mm -hmm. any kind of estate that's going to be filed in probate, you need to check with the probate court of where it'll be filed. Because it is subject to the acceptance of the the receiving agency, whether they'll allow it to be done online. The biggest difference between an in-person and an online notarization 
is the fact that we don't use an ink pen anymore. We use electronic signatures and not every agency is comfortable using electronic signatures for their estate document handling purposes. So that's that's the first question that I would ask any attorney is, is it cleared with your probate department of where it's going to be used? Now, as far as ease of use, the client, as long as the probate is being filed in the United States, the client who's signing is allowed to be anywhere in the world. I tell my clients, it doesn't matter where you are. You could be on a spaceship on the moon. As long as you have internet connection, we can get you signed. All right. The, the underlying factor is it has to have something to do with the United States. Now, how this helps save clients time, energy, sweat is let's say you're in France on vacation and you needed to get a document notarized. In order to do that in France, you have to go to the consulate. The consulate right now typically has about a six to two month waiting list before you can get in there for a notarization. I know in Australia, it's over two months right now. So if you weren't able to wait that long, you could connect and do this online within 20 minutes. It's really that easy as far as that process goes. Now, this doesn't mean that it's not safe. So let's let's make sure we understand that the ID verification method, we actually have to put you through two different tests to make sure you are really you. The first one is either a quiz. So it's five questions about you that only you are going to know. Where were you born? What color is your car? Where have you lived? Things of that nature. Now, let's say you've never lived in the United States. You are just filing papers that are coming to the United States. Some states, again, according to notarial law, can do a process called biometric verification, where it analyzes your facial components to ensure that you are really you. Now, that is drawn from the next step verification of ID upload. So you take your ID, you take your picture of it, just like if you were depositing a check into the bank and it goes up to our server and it's analyzed to make sure it hasn't been tampered with, it hasn't been reported stolen, all of the font, all of the watermarks, everything in there is completely secure. And then the third level of verification is you actually get on the video, video call with the notary performing the act. And the notary is going to walk through and make sure all of the security protocols were followed, that the ID that you uploaded is the ID you physically have in your hand, and that your face matches the ID again before we actually process the transaction. Finally, all of the notarizations are recorded, just like this meeting is here today. And we're, we retain those, depending upon the state law of the notary, between five and 10 years at this time. There is some discussion about extending that to 12 in some states. So unlike the in-person meeting, you don't just have the word of the notary that it was done by their free will. You actually have a recorded video session to back up their, um, their will and their desires. So that goes to the security. Now, as far as how it can be used, that definitely goes state by state by state. If it's in any state other than Nevada or Florida, you can connect to a notary who has the ability to do it for a will. And as long as the witnesses are in the United States, 
then they can witness virtually. They don't have to be in the physical room with them. However, if the person is physically in Nevada or Florida, they have what's called vulnerable adult status. So while witnesses could be located outside of the physical presence of the, of the testator, if the testator falls into the vulnerable category, then the witnesses have to be physically in the same room as the testator. So the notaries have a quiz that those testators have to go through in order to ascertain their um, level of vulnerable. So so what if the document's not a will? What if it's, uh, let's say, a trust document or, or a deed? We do those all the time. There's no restrictions of vulnerable adult, adult status on those. And witnesses can be located remotely. Okay. That is really neat. That's great. A lot of good information, Amy. Thank you so much. Stan, do you have any other questions for Amy about the practical applications? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of curious. I haven't looked at your website to see, but I mean, uh, you charge something for the service, right? Correct. So if it were just a one stamp document, we charge $36.99. And then it goes up $10 for each additional stamp. I think one of my notaries, she does a lot of trust documents and she did three packages for a family. And it came down to like 30 stamps. So that was quite a significant process, but it was a lot of work because mind you, it's not like a, a normal, just sit down with a notary and they're stamping. The notary has to take time to format the documents and get all of the signatures in the right space, get the dates in the right space. You know, it's similar to when you send a document for electronic signatures, you have to put all of the, do- the things on the page, all of the tags. That's what the notary has to do. So I noticed when you talk about the notary, you're not just talking about yourself, right? I mean, you, no, you, you're recruiting notaries. And I get, <clears throat> I have the sense that one of your objectives here in your business is to actually recruit more notaries to be a part of your network. Is that, am I understanding that right? Yes. So while I am a notary and I have my own clientele, I do also recruit notaries to join our software platform. We actually, have, our software platform, is 100% women-owned, based out of Columbus, Ohio, and we are the largest hybrid platform in the United States, open in over 33 states right now. Now, that being said, when I say hybrid, that means if I bring clients to the table, like if you were to start utilizing us, you could go to our site and you could say, I need a notary on this date who speaks Spanish and is located in the state of New Mexico. And then you would be able to be connected to a notary who specifically has those qualifications. That's where we bring the work to those notaries. On the flip side, a notary could bring their own work. So maybe they have a direct contract with you and you want it, they always will get your work and you don't want to deal with putting it through the software. The notary does all of the administration for that. And then they're able to bring you and keep you as their sole client without exposure to the other notaries on the network. How many notaries do you have now in your network? The last count was close to 400. Hold on here. Oh, wow. Yes, we're hitting just under 350 at the moment. It changes every day. So, Right. Okay. Well, it's quite interesting. I, I think this is, the, this is the, really the new frontier, isn't it? Uh, you know, with the 
mobile society. And we, we certainly have clients that are moving around to different places and to be able to get things done without having to get people to get on an airplane or get in a car and drive to a specific location is uh, quite a benefit. Well, think like uh, nomads or snowbirds where they are traveling for half of the year, but their primary estate is in their, their hometown mm-hmm. and they're trying to get things covered. And, and in this day and age, you know, I think another aspect with COVID was it really brought the totalization of or the realization that, you know, things happen and we have no way of planning for it unless we actually plan for it. And you never know when you need it. So I think the real estate or no, the, the estate planning aspect that falls into real estate planning and, and, you know, personal property planning has come to light with a lot of people in our in our society. And it's definitely something that while we used to think, oh, we've got years, we now realize we may not have those years. And when you need it done, you need it done now. So that offers that flexibility of, of having the connection. So if, if someone who's listening to this podcast is interested in making a connection with you, how would they do it? Simply go to the website. Just go to cyberizeit.com and you can create a profile. Now we offer um, two different profile aspects. So if you just wanted to have a notarization done for yourself, you can sign up as an individual. Or if you were in a state planning agency to um, attorney's office and you wanted to get it done for clients, you could go in under my companies and then you could have a whole list of vetted notaries that you can choose from so that you can use the same notary for multiple clients in different states utilizing different ID verifications, different state law things of that nature. So, and to create the profiles completely free, you only pay for the transactions. That's incredible. I mean, you mentioned that your your business is a 100% woman-owned business. Tell us just a little bit about what your vision and, and what you would like your legacy to be through this company and these program offerings. So there's plenty of software competitors out there. You know, last count, there was like 50. The one thing that we bring to the table that's different is we don't look at the independent notary as an independent notary. We we bring the team environment and support to these small corner, you know, corner road notary that had their little street sign out there. Now they can pull on this prevalent base of notaries across the nation whether they are able to physically do the notarization or they're on vacation. We, we bring the sense of community into this independent world, and we want to stand behind those different notaries to level them up, to be better and be more prominent and resourceful to their clients. One of the things I tell all of them is by coming into this kind of community, you have the power to pivot something isn't going to go right. Most of the times it's not going to go right, but that doesn't mean it doesn't negate that it can't get done. It just means you've got to go a different route by having this pool of notaries that have different legal standing. Because again, notary law is specific, state specific, just like a state planning law. And you can bounce those situations across the board to level your client up and get that done for them. And that makes the notary powerful. That makes you want to go back to that notary every time because you know at the end of the day, their customer service is the best. 
And that's what I want to be is the foundation for their success. I love that. I think that is incredible. Um, Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to cover, Amy? I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. The, the, you know, the last part is that the documents that are done this way are a, they're, they're, the original is the actual soft copy file. So you can print it, but the original is the digital copy. And, you know, that's perfectly acceptable in most industries, but just so that people realize that you actually get to keep a soft file instead of, you know, printing and having the hard file cabinet, you could actually save it on a hard drive now. That is very interesting. I I feel like we've just gotten so much great information. Amy, thank you so, so much. Dan, did you have any other questions for Amy? No, those are all mine. Yes. Awesome. Well, Amy, thank you so, so much for joining us today. This has been the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. And our guest today was Amy Seitz from Cyberize It. Amy, thank you again for everything. We really enjoyed having you on the show. No, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about Stan and Katie Beth, go to PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. You can also find links in the show notes.